street epistemology is a wonderful approach that anyone can learn. You can learn more about street epistemology at streetepistemology.com. <laughs> he looks like um, he kind of has a pit bull. Is it he? Yeah, yeah, it's a he. It's like yeah. a pit bull face, but like really slim as well. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Yeah. The base looks a very uh, slim breed, and so he got that, but he definitely got the pit bull face. Cool. All right. Um, let's see. Let me get this going. All right. My name is Eddie, by the way. Okay, I'm Elijah. Elijah? Yeah. All right. You might have to help me spell that. All right. What has that? Uh, e L I J A H. E-L-I-J-A-H? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Um, so, just to give you an idea of how these uh, conversations usually go, um, people tend to talk about supernatural beliefs. Okay. Um, like uh, karma. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe prayer works. Mm-hmm. I believe in a god. I, um, I, think, I think magic is real. Mm-hmm. I saw a ghost. Mm-hmm. Some, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but I think the conversations usually are more interesting if it's something that you, you really think is true mm-hmm. and it kind of affects who you are like on a yeah. daily basis. Yeah, makes sense. Do you have a belief that you want to kind of unpack today? Um, yeah, I mean, I believe in God. I believe in the Lord. Okay. Um, I don't ever want to assume um, which God do you believe in. Yeah, yeah. Um, I believe in Jesus. Okay. Jesus Christ and God. Okay. Um, and I want to get a sense of how confident you are. Um, it's a nice dog, right? I want to get a sense of, of how confident you are um, that that Jesus is real. Mm-hmm. And I usually I use a scale, but you don't actually have to use it. Zero um, okay. percent is I have I have no confidence in the belief. Mm-hmm. I have all questions. A hundred percent is I have. All confidence, absolutely no questions that he that he exists. Yeah. Where would you think you'd fall on that scale? Um, I would fall on a hundred. Okay. Yeah, I firmly believe that Jesus, Jesus Christ, is real. Okay. What do you think is the main reason that gets you to that hundred percent? Uh, I mean, I think being born and raised. Obviously, I was born and raised in um, kind of a Christian household. And okay. So my family is kind of religious. My mom. Um, single mom and so she kind of raised us to be religious mm-hmm. um, so being raised with that idea of like that there's a God that there's Christ um, it definitely influenced me mm-hmm. but I think when I got out of high school and started just to discover who I was and just kind of go out on my own and do my own thing um, I just kind of figured it out um, I mean, I've been on multiple missions trips, like to different countries. I've seen miracles. Oh wow! So you, so you've definitely. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I was definitely like immersed in the Christian culture for a long time. Okay. Um, I've seen a lot of like physical healings. I've seen, like, people that have been wheelchair bound stand up and start walking. I've seen mm-hmm. um, people that were mute start speaking. Like, I've seen those type of things. Um, and so that was all like when I was in middle school and high school. So it, it definitely influenced me. Um, but coming out of high school and coming out of that and kind of just walking 
away from religion and, and just kind of figuring out what I believed, mm-hmm. um, I just came to the conclusion that the Lord has to be real, that Christ has to be real, um, and that God has to be real. And I think specifically because I had a very abusive upbringing um, okay. by my father and um, verbal abuse, physical abuse, sexual abuse, like I was just in a very terrible household. Wow. Um, so, I'm sorry that happened to you, man. It's all right. Um, the Lord's done a lot of work in my life. And so um, when I got out of, high, out of high school, I a lot of suppressed things from my childhood kind of got brought up. Okay. Um, and I got to this place in my life where I was like, something has to make sense of this. Um, none of this happened for just a reason. None of it happened just because I'm human. Um, obviously because I believe that there's sin in the world and because we are fallen people and because, you know, people do hurt other people because of their whole hurts and things like that. Um, but I got to the place where I'm like, I have to believe that the Lord has a plan for okay. my life. And so that's kind of how I got to the realization of just being up, up broad in it and then experiencing different things and then just bringing it out on my own. Okay. Do you think it's possible that, let's say you were brought up in a different household with maybe different parents or your parent, mm-hmm. your same parents were of different religion. Mm-hmm. Let's say you were brought up as a Hindu. Mm-hmm. Is it possible that you could have kind of gone through the same scenario and maybe attributed those, I think they were, you're describing as like miracles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you saw those miracles, you maybe attributed to the Hindu God and maybe, and you looked at your childhood mm-hmm. and how maybe you know you really wanted to make sense of it all mm-hmm. that it's possible you could have attributed to a different god yeah i mean i definitely believe that um i went to thailand and i got the opportunity to um be a part of like the buddhist culture and just being mm-hmm. able to see seeing the upbringing of like specific children that were brought up in the buddhist um, religion and just i definitely believe that um your environment and i believe the way that you're um, upbringing has an influence on what you believe uh-huh. um, so like for Buddhist or Hindus like I do believe that if that's all that they've known that's all that they've been brought up in then yeah the, they would attribute it to that um, and so for me like if I if I was a Buddhist or if I was brought up um, in Thailand or or India where their beliefs about spirituality are very different uh-huh. um, then yeah, I believe I would believe that because that's all I've been taught and to believe. Um, I think that's why, I mean, in my, I mean, I believe that missions is really important because people need to understand, um, I think just reasons for life, reasons for why they're created, things like that. Uh And I think that the word of God, I think that Christ is ultimate truth, but I believe that people believe that other religions are truth and that they're, how that they've been trained to believe and um, brought up and definitely influenced that. Okay. Does that make sense? Or yeah. No? Yeah, I, I understand what you're okay. saying. <laughs> if if the way people interpret certain experiences they go through in life mm-hmm. uh, and what God they attribute it to is largely to do with how they were raised, mm-hmm. how does that impact or how does that translate to the truth of the belief. Say that one more time. Sorry. <laughs> I'll try to word it another way. Okay. Um, if what you believe and, and what you interpret to happen 
is largely to do with how you were raised. Mm -hmm. What does that say about the truth of the belief? Um, I don't know. I think that's, I mean, I think that's something I'm still trying to figure out. Um, I believe that God is real and I believe like 100% like I've seen uh-huh. the truth. Um, but I don't know. I think, I don't know. That's a good question. Um, I believe everyone has truth. I believe that truth is out there. And I believe that, I believe that the Lord is truth and that the word of God is truth and Christ is truth and God. Um, and I think other people are just looking for truth. I think everyone's looking for truth to make sense of life and the world mm-hmm. and everything. Um, no matter what religion it is, I think everyone's trying to find truth. Um, or even not religious, if you're just spiritual, sure. you're looking for truth. Um, and I, you know, yeah, I, that's just... Let's say that um, there was a Hindu woman here. Yes. And, you know, she, she was brought up as, as a Hindu and she mm-hmm. believes in and Vishnu and mm-hmm. and she's 100% certain that mm-hmm. Vishnu is real and she's experienced miracles and attributed to him would there be a way or a method to kind of tell which one is which belief is more accurate um ooh, that's a really good question that's challenging um I don't know because I think it, it depends on how um it depends on how firm she is on her truth like mm. if she's 100% like no like these are these are truth and I think it would be um it would just be a challenge to be like okay well what's your truth what's my truth what's truth mm-hmm. um I mean we all just believe specific things about what's true and what's not um I mean if I had a mission or a goal to like save her to Christ and like to reconcile her to, to God like I think it would be a different aspect of approaching her and approaching that situation, but I don't think you're fine. Um, I think I firmly believe that everyone just is looking for something. Okay. And I believe that everyone uh, wants to experience more, whether that's spirituality, whether that's religion, whether that's a god or gods or whatever. Okay. Um, and I don't think I don't think it's right to. Um, I just don't think it's right to like go into another culture and another system and just be like, okay, your truth is wrong, my truth is right. Let me try to. Right. Yeah, know? I think we can both agree that everyone has the right to believe yeah. what they want. Um, but as far as figuring out which one is actually true, yeah, it could be a little. It just be. I think it it would be situationally based. Yeah. I mean, I believe what's true. She believes what's her truth. Okay. Um, and it would just be situationally. Okay. In my opinion. Well, I already went over the five uh, five minute mark. That's I don't true. want to keep you very much. Um, I just have one question, okay. and then you can kind of go. Okay. Um. If the reason you believe that Jesus is real, and you're 100 percent confident in it, is largely to do with the way you were raised and and how you saw things going out mm-hmm. through your life. And there's no real way to tell that maybe someone else might attribute that to, to a different God. Mm-hmm. Can you really be 100% confident? Me, personally, yeah. Because I I firmly believe that God is real and that Christ is real for my life. Um, because of the terrible things that happened. Like, I shouldn't, I shouldn't have lived past the age of four. Uh-huh. Like, with the things that happened to me. Um, so for me, I have to believe that the Lord can reconcile my life. I have to believe that God can make something out of my life 
um, and that what happened to me wasn't just because my father was an ass, you know? Right. I have to believe that there's a purpose. And okay. for me, I found that within Christ. I found that understanding that, like, the Lord has a bigger plan okay. um, for the world and for humanity. Okay. Just part of everything else. Okay. So, I lied. I have one more question. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. Um, and it'll be the absolute <laughs> last questions unless you're, you're unless you're, like, keep asking questions. I don't mind. <laughs> okay. Do you think if someone someone's conviction in a belief whether it be in you know, a Muslim mm-hmm. religion or a, or a Hindu religion or something like that, do you think their conviction or desire for it to be true, do you think that affects whether it is true? Um, that's a really good question. Things I haven't thought about before. Um, their conviction. Say it one more time. If someone... Sorry, it's okay. It's okay. If so, if, like, if the more conviction you have, I, or no, that's not right. If if you have enough conviction, mm-hmm. does that make it true? If you have if enough conviction in the belief. Um. No, in in any belief, no, I don't think that's true. Um, in belief in general like gods and spirituality and things like that um, no I don't I don't believe that um, I mean I've been to Africa and I've seen orphans that were thrown aside because their family thought they were witches and I heard about that. that is I mean I've I've seen that I've seen orphans and I've seen widows and I've seen things that have happened to people because of another person's belief and mm-hmm. conviction in that belief um, and I don't believe that's true. Like, there's certain things that I think people are so convicted on that they affirm that as truth, and it's not true. Um, and so, like, that's just one part of, like, a humanities issue, but when it comes to religion and spirituality, I think, um, no, I still don't think that's true. I think I'm, I firmly believe that, that God is real and that Christ is real, and I believe that that is the truth. Um, and I mean, everyone has their own conviction and beliefs on things, but uh-huh. I don't believe that just conviction alone makes something true. So for you, if you have conviction that Jesus is real, when you when you think about someone else's conviction, mm-hmm. you recognize that that even your own and theirs, your conviction isn't an equation or isn't a path to know that it's true. Yeah, yeah. I think I think my conviction doesn't define truth. I think my conviction doesn't mean that I have it figured all out and that I'm like, yeah, yeah, this is it. I think my conviction is just a conclusion I've come to that I've decided to hold fast to. Okay. And that doesn't necessarily equate to truth or a way to find truth. It's just something I firmly stand on. Okay. So. Cool. Cool. Thanks, man. Yeah, no Appreciate worries. it. Yeah. Oh, I have a card. Um, cool. And if you ever wanted to, like, reach out or have a second discussion or anything like that, it's got my YouTube channel. Cool. I Thanks. Have, no problem, Appreciate man. it. Have a good day. Street Epistemology is a technique by Dr. Peter Bogosian in his book, A Manual for Creating Atheists, and his Android and iOS app, Atheos. 